Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <clears throat> Good evening. Welcome to... Students for a Better Future with Doreen Finkel and Ruben Torres. How are you, my audience? Our audience, are you ready for an exciting evening with Doreen Finkel? She is going to be discussing Fiora LaGuardia, the great mayor, the great politician. And we haven't seen a politician like Mr. Guardia, in a long time. Doreen, are you there? Doreen? Uh, can you hear me, Ruben? Can you hear me? I can hear you. How are you, Doreen? Hi, Ruben. Um, <laughs> I want to play for everybody uh, a little opening. Oh, I, oh, you played it already. The name's LaGuardia. Um Hold on, I want everybody to get a taste My of tonight. Come election day, put that pencil cross next to the name of Fiorello H. LaGuardia. L A G U A R D I A. Now here's another name. G A M M A N Y. What's that? Tammany! Long the answer's tyranny! Tammany spells tyranny like R A T spells rat. Now there's a double M in Tammany. Hello? Tonight we're going to be talking about uh, uh, Mayor Fiorello H. LaGuardia. He was the 99th mayor of New York City. And uh, he is actually a distant relative, very distant relative of mine. Um, My dad tells me that the relationship goes back to uh, Italy, uh, which my great-great-grandfather, his name was Carlo, he had many cousins and, and brothers and sisters, and that's where the connection is believed to be. Um, and we um, we come from a, a long line of of scholars in Italy. And I don't know if everybody knows this, but LaGuardia is pronounced Lazzaccio or Lazzati in Italian, and mm. that is a yes, and and that in itself. Um, indicates that the family comes from nobility and from Jewish Italian scholars and um, people who were poets and whatnot. And I also have my uh, cousin on the line. Ralph, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Hi, hi, Ralph. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, you know, it's a, a little uh, electronic family get together of sorts, and uh, <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I'm glad to be well, here. This is this is what technology today does. Unites families via technology. Well, it's, it's an amazing uh, thing. And um, <laughs> actually, before we get into the the uh, family and the politics and particularly Tammany Hall tonight. Um, Right. uh, You know, I've made a point to let everybody know that uh, there's Jewish in us, you know, and a whole, it's amazing, a whole slew of us came here in America thinking we were just Catholic or Episcopalian, 
um, you know, at best, mm-hmm. an Italian. But none of us ever thought for one minute that we were Jewish. And um, it, it is so interesting to find that out. But anyhow, I want to um, just go back to um, uh, Fiorello, okay? We know that, um, and I'm going to give you some little bit of history here. He was the 99th mayor of New York for three terms from 1934 to 1945 as a Republican. And he was elected to Congress in 1916 and 1918, and then 1922 to 1930. And um, I want to give you some information here. Um, he, he, as a Republican, had appeals across party lines, and he was very popular in the 1930s. And uh, what he did was he helped... Um, the New Deal by Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who, of course, was a Democrat, and I believe he was the former governor at that time of New York. Um, and in turn, Roosevelt heavily funded the city and cut off the patronage for LaGuardia's enemies, i.e., which was Tammany Hall at the time. And what Mayor LaGuardia did was he revitalized New York City, restored the public faith in City Hall, and he developed a unified transit system and directed the building of low-cost public housing, playgrounds, parks, and constructed, of course, what we know, airport, LaGuardia Airport. And Ruben brought something to my attention before. What did Joe Biden say about LaGuardia Airport? Well, Joe Biden, you know, and I'm being sarcastic about that, um, uh, stated, and I quote, that LaGuardia Airport in New York City, I mean, in Queens, is considered to be an airport, according to the, such a brilliant intellect. Uh, such a brilliant intellect, Ruben. Um, <laughs> Joe Biden, the man who, who exposed our Navy SEAL Team 6, probably got all of them killed, mentioned their names out. Uh, I know. That's what I have to say about him. Um, but, uh, yeah, so just a little point there. But anyhow, going back to uh, Mayor LaGuardia, um, he was actually born in Greenwich Village in New York City to an Italian father and an Irish Jewish mother. And his father was Achille LaGuardia, and he was a Catholic from... I, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but Ralph could help me. Ser Nola, um, and his mother uh, was Irene Cohen, and she was a Jewish woman from Trieste, which yeah. was then part of right the Austro-Hungarian Empire. And his maternal grandmother was Fiorino Lozato Cohen, and she was a Lozato. And remember what I said, a Liz- a Lozato meaning a member of a prestigious Italian Jewish family of scholars. Uh, poet, um, and and had among her ancestors the famous Rabbi David Lozato. And it was uh, I'd like to, uh, yeah, I'd go like ahead, to, Ruben. I'd like to remind you also that the Lozato and Lozati family is the same family. Yes, a lot of people don't know that. And it was in Trieste that Achille, his father, met and married Irene. And then Fiorello was raised Episcopalian. He was born uh, in 1882, and um, he practiced that religion all his life. And his uh, original middle name was not Henry. It was Enrico. It was changed to Henry when he was a child just to become more Anglicanized or English. And his upbringing, he actually went to school in Arizona, and this is another interesting point. His father was a bandmaster. He was a bandmaster at Fort Whipple in the U.S. Army. And um, that's important because music has always been a part of the LaGuardia family. And um, going to his, beginning his political career, um, he was a, um, he joined the State Department and served in U.S. consulates in Budapest, Greece, which um, is now part of Italy, and Austria, Hungary, and um, Croatia. And then he returned to the United States to continue his, his education at NYU. 
And then he worked as an interpreter at Ellis Island. And, Ralph, if you could help me, was he interpreter also for, for Yiddish there? Yes, uh, actually, he spoke fluent Yiddish. I just I just find it so interesting to acknowledge the fact of Americanist history, how the, the term America uh, emanated through, you know, an Italian explorer, uh, America's Vespucci. Um, I, I just find it so important for our listeners to know that our American heritage, our three documents of liberty, uh, came from Italian philosophy, Italian uh, ideology and principles, Machiavelli, uh, Cicero. Um, it's just amazing the connection. Uh, myself, uh, I had served as a, a lodge president in uh, Freehold, New Jersey, uh, for the Order of Sons of Italy there is a lodge president, which I proudly served for two terms. And I've been a member of the Sons of Italy for, I would say, almost 20 years. Um, you know, a lot of people say, what's an Italian? And I said, well, <laughs> Italy was reinvented by Garibaldi. And you mentioned the uh, Italian, uh, Austrian, Hungarian empires. Uh, he united Italy. Um, Italians weren't Italians as we know them today. And uh, again, uh, you know, going back to Ferriello and other family members lived in other areas throughout that region, which is now Italy. Um, it's just an amazing history. And, uh, you know, I proudly say as a, as a conservative and a Republican, um, the political principles involved within republicanism is freedom of individuals to succeed. And uh, I'm, I'm very angry at Democrats for trying to steal our credo because mm -hmm. we, see, we, we as Republicans excelled so many groups of people, women's rights, minority rights, the right to keep and bear arms, uh, the right to express yourself. It was us. It wasn't Democrats. It's all lies. And, you know, I'm just glad to be right. on this show today to place well, emphasis upon that. You know, and, and, to honor, and to honor the memory of Ferriello LaGuardia. Ralph, and, the, I, I, and I totally agree with what you just said about the Republicans and and what the Democrats always try to uh, demonize uh, what, what Republicans and conservatives are. are. But I, I think one of the things that I came away from in, uh, doing my research on uh, a great leader like Fiero LaGuardia was the fact something that he, he really fought that I'm very passionate about is corruption. If we had more Bureau of LaGuardia's today, we wouldn't be in the situation that we're currently in, in Washington and throughout the state houses throughout our country. The level of corruption is such, is out of control. This man, you're... It's my cousin, yes. Yeah, your cousin, and he fought for to corruption... Um, Men. Yeah. That, that's very yeah. admirable. Well, he did. Tammany Hall was the most corruptive influence in, in New York State and American history. They were truly gangsters. They were Democrats. Uh -huh. They had the sustains yes. for what they called the... Uh, uh, what's the term, uh, quasi types, which were Italian, Irish, Hispanic, blacks that were in this country. And they always had this philosophy of dividing people's uh, distrust, anger, hatred, fear. And that's how Tammany Hall existed in New York State. 
Uh, Firiello LaGuardia single-handedly almost destroyed the entire political machine. And uh, it's this, it disparaging to the fact that Tammany Hall is still alive and well in Albany, New York. Um, uh, and it's funny you mention that because Ruben and I are working on a case up there well, uh, in Buffalo, but it's also connected to part of Albany of who's involved. Um, but I want to tell everybody, um, just give a little bit of background about Tammany Hall in case they don't know. Um, Tammany Hall is also known as the Society of St. Tammany or Sons of St. Tammany. And it was it was a U- New York political organization. It was actually founded in 1786 and um, incorporated on 1789 as the Tammany Society. It was the Democratic Party political machine that played a major role in controlling New York City and New York State politics and helping immigrants, most notably the Irish, rise up in American politics between 1790 and 1960. And it it typically controlled Democratic Party nominations and political patronage in Manhattan from the mayoral victory of Fernando Wood in 1854 all the way on up until um, until Mayor Fiorello's election. So that's what we're talking about. Yes. Um, and, and and I know this. I, I know the level of this corruption because um, there's a case we're actually working on in Buffalo, um, and it's part connected to some people in Albany uh, politically, and you know, and so we know the level of this types of corruption. Um, but I have the whole case on, on Tammany Hall right here, um, and uh, I, I can send everybody the article. It, it's just one level of corruption after the other. And at the time uh, Mayor Fiorello was in office, um, it was pretty much controlled, I, I believe, by the Irish, right, Ralph? That, that, was there an Irish? Yes. But there wasn't, they didn't like Irish immigrants. I don't know if it had something to do with the, the quote-unquote orange order, which were Protestants, or it was just an overall dislike for the new wave immigration of Irish that was coming into the United States. Uh, I'm not too familiar with the exact history of it, but it was just an amazing disdain that Tammany Hall had for overall any immigrant coming into New York State. Uh, I want to place emphasis. We talk about affordable housing today. It was very yellow to Guadia, the, uh, the principle of affordable housing for middle class and working families. It wasn't the Democrats. That's a lie. Uh, the, the Democrats developed a warehousing effect, quote-unquote ghetto, which is an Italian term for hurting individuals that are disliked into certain areas to quarantine them away from others. Furiello um, LaGuardia wanted to develop housing to, to invite working class people into New York State and he proudly initiated the first you know, affordable housing uh, uh, projects in the Greenpoint uh, area of Brooklyn, New York um, it's just amazing how certain political entities steal you know, the birthright uh, away from individuals that try to do good and institute their evil ideology. I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> um, yes, and uh, I also want to mention that um, Franklin D. Roosevelt was a state governor in 1928 to 1933. And, um, but then what happened was, um, and Tammany did lose Uh, some battles with him. In 1932, Mayor Jimmy Walker was forced from office when his bribery was exposed. And Roosevelt stripped Tammany of federal patronage um, and then Republican Fiorello LaGuardia was elected mayor, don't forget, on the fusion ticket. Remember, there was the fusion party and became the first anti-Tammany mayor to be be re-elected. And um, so... Then what happened was Roosevelt at the time, uh, that was the time of the New Deal, 
And um, so what the mayor did was also help put some of the New Deal into play there. And uh, my cousin can elaborate on that, too. Well, that's correct. I mean, you know, when you're dealing with individuals that are initially trying to succeed, you have to have a collective effort. Now, I'm not talking about that I support socialism. I vehemently am opposed to socialism. That's right. That's right. Anybody that wants to succeed in anything, you have to have a collective effort. And for that part, I agree. Senior citizens should have special funds so that they can afford after they retire to live comfortably. The disabled should be taken care of. I agree with Mm -hmm. that. You know, but these are principles that any just government has to adhere to. So whenever I hear a Democrat telling me, you know, socialism, and I, I look at them and I say, you know, there, there's good things and bad things in anything, but don't take the uh, the credit for something you didn't do. And, you know, um, it, it, it was just a collective effort at the time. We were coming out of depression. And we were entering a new war effort. We had to provide for our veterans' families. Um, it, it was the right. right thing to do. Right, right. I, I have a question for for you, for you, Ralph and Doreen. If okay. you were to choose, if you were to choose, the most significant thing that Bureau LaGuardia did during his uh, uh, political career, what would it be? Um, who do you want to go first? I I would say uh, um, his development of the infrastructure and how that created jobs. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I would have to say. Um, only because, you know, you do have a, a, an airport there, and, um, uh, you know, and, and it was one of his, his major accomplishments um, is as far as being in office, um, but you know he he did um, uh, you know he did have a couple of, of he had other things too, but that's the biggest one with May. Um, so Ralph, how about you? I I believe that his biggest accomplishment was to ultimately, for the large part, destroy Tammany Hall politics. And uh, that was to his credo. Uh, he didn't destroy it completely, but he saved New York uh, at the time from uh, ultimate control of a criminal political machine. Well, I'm not a relative of Fiora LaGuardia, but I think one of, uh, one of the accomplishments that I, got, I gather from all the uh, research that I did was the fact that for being a Republican to win three straight mayoral terms, that's remarkable. That's, that's in also a very, an accomplishment, yes. In a very liberal New York City. Well, but he also, ma- yeah. Yeah, uh, but he also um, uh, brought up people like Lucky Luciano on charges that he could find, and then he went after the gangsters, too. Uh, right. So he did do lots of that, and uh, you know, and he shut down the burlesque theaters, um, you know, and uh, he also has credit for um, uh, giving credit for many of the massive public works programs that he he did, and which gave people jobs. Um, so those are a few other areas that that are to his credit. Right, but 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 the part, the aspect of him winning in a city that up to today is still very very pro Democrat to win three terms in a row, that to me is remarkable for a Republican. He, he was well loved. He had finesse. He had like charisma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, you know, he, he, was, he was an amazing. He, his bloodline, I have to say, on his mother's side, 
was absolutely incredible. Uh, the intellectuals involved, to include, I believe, the second prime minister of uh, modern-day Italy in early 20th century, which is Luigi Luzzatti. Um, it's an amazing uh, feat for, the, for what this little short guy did and what he accomplished to help, you know, not only New Yorkers, but the United States of America. He was an amazing human being. Right. He he was also called Little Flower. That was his nickname. Right, correct. Um, yeah. And and I know, Ralph, you mentioned the, uh, um, the long line of history of, um, you know, of... Uh, of the people who who elected to to office, and um, so now, but also with his uh, some of his accomplishments, mm-hmm. um, he was also restored financial health and um, wanted to break free from the bankers' control, and he expanded right. the federally funded work relief program for the unemployed. And again, he ended corruption and racketeering in key sectors of the economy. Um, and he monitor, monitor, modernized the infrastructure, especially in the transportation and parks. So he did accomplish a lot. Oh, he sure did. He, 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 yeah. yeah, okay. Well, you know, it's funny to, to speak about this, too. But he was probably one of the only Republicans at the time. And, of course, Prohibition, I believe, was instituted by the Democrats, that it was a failing initiative. And he won on that, too, uh, basically eliminating um, the uh, the Prohibition and the sale of alcohol. Um, <laughs> just one of his accomplishments. Um yeah. Have, wow. Yeah, it's just, it's just he was just an amazing human being. You know, when you parallel his accomplishments of 1933 to today, uh, I believe if he was mayor today, he would unify the city. I, he would correct all the ills that have been incorporated. As I hate to say it by the Bloomberg administration, but um, <laughs> he, he would have been an excellent mayor to this day. You know what, Ralph? And I was always wondering, um, and you know, I know we talked about this. Is his legacy today in the media? Uh, what, what has the media done with his legacy? I, I mean, you know, it doesn't seem to be as though they promote him this way. He was basically stifled because he was a Republican. <laughs> you know, you don't hear many kind words coming out of uh, the local press about Republicans. All you hear is negativity. Um, and, and people would really sit down and look into the background of the Democratic Party. They would shun that party to hell. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. But you know, and to, uh, and I want to put this to two of you. They paint him as a uh, almost like a liberal progressive in the media. You know, well, have you noticed that? Progressive, progressive is a term that's twisted to meet the goals of certain political ideologies. Uh, not all progressives are so-called progressive as they are today. Uh, a progressive reaches across the entire spectrum to attract individuals into the fray that usually would not come forward. Um, I think today 40% of Americans vote, the rest of Americans sit at home because they're just tired of the politics. We need someone, again, like Furiello LaGuardia to get up in our pulpit mm-hmm. and get people to come out to vote and to vote for effective legislators. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Now, Ralph, Doreen, um, uh, Fiora LaGuardia also was, besides the accomplishments that he had, he was such a, you know, he spoke uh, more than one language. He was bilingual, trilingual. Um, Yep. Nowadays, 
yeah, nowadays we have some of these politicians that they may be a, they they may have a law degree and everything, but they only they can only speak one language, and they and they don't really not really very very in tune with the world. Politicians, yep. Uh, and, and was I ahead think, of his, yeah. He was ahead of his time. He yes. was ahead of his time. And I think he got a lot of that too from his mom, who spoke Yiddish. Um, and so, therefore, he got the combination of the two, at least the two languages. But he also spoke, uh, what was it, Ralph? He spoke German, right? And a few others? Well, he, he, he spoke, to my understanding, Hebrew, Croatian, German, Italian, yes. Yiddish. And yep. speaking those different languages, it, it served him to his benefit. During a, a congressional campaign in 1922, uh, uh, Henry Frank, a Jewish opponent who was a, a socialist, falsely accused him of being anti-Semitic without even knowing the man's background. And LaGuardia quite firmly was able to reject that, reject that thought, disclosing that his mother was Jewish, and by Jewish law, he was Jewish. And he just right. and and he is he entered the campaign in a Jewish community when he said to stay stuck Yiddish In other words, he said in, in fluent Yiddish the entire speech. If you understand Jewish, I'm Jewish. And he just shut that Frank down completely at that time. We're resounding applause. I mean, this term <laughs> racist, it's, you know, it was amazing. When Barry Goldwater, who, by the way, has also had a Jewish background, he was called an anti-Semite. Any conservative, any principled Republican running for office in the 50s and 60s immediately was called a racist just to defame that person. And anything that came out of their mouths after that didn't mean anything because low-information voters said, ah, he's a racist. It's just amazing how history repeats itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you don't pass history, you're bound to make uh, repeat the same history again. Well, I'll be honest you, with Ruben. you. To me, <laughs> it's, it's 1933 all over again. Um, but it seems like people don't learn, you know. No, no. History or they don't. Or, or they do not want to learn. That's that's. Uh, I would I would phrase it that way. They don't want to learn. They they they're, they're very comfortable watching uh, American Idol and Dancing with the Stars. That is more important than actually understanding that we have a corrupt uh, corrupt politicians that are basically trying to take your. Your 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 freedoms away, but anyway, well, uh, yeah. yeah. I I, I um, wanted to. I just wanted to have a question for uh, for you, Doreen and, and and Ralph. Now, as as a, as the mayor of New York City, uh, you know he he had he left such a legacy, but I think one of the legacies is. You know, there's a, my my wife went to uh, one of the colleges that you know, LaGuardia Community College in in Queens, New York, which is uh, really one of the uh, top two year colleges around in the nation. And most yep. university yeah. that uh, yes, pressure on on uh, wall. Um, Ruben, are you breaking up? Okay. No. Um, Ralph, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. It, it goes in and out, I guess. Okay. Yes. LaGuardia Community College, yes, it, ha- it does have a very good reputation. Um, and, you know, and, and of course, it's done in his name. And, folks, I think we're losing Ruben a little bit. I know, Ralph, can, can you hear no, him? No, I'm here. I- I, I, I'm, I'm here. here. I'm okay. here. Okay. Um, Ruben. 
Ruben. All right. Well, I'll see if I I'm can here. get him on another. I'm, I'm, okay. But you're coming in and, in and out. Okay. You're, you're just cutting it, in and out. Yes. Um, that happens. So, but I also want to mention about Gemma LaGuardia. Okay. Um, Gemma LaGuardia was his sister. Okay. And she had uh, married uh, Herman Gluck who was a Hungarian Jew whom she met while teaching English in Europe. And um, uh, they were living in Hungary, and they were arrested by the Gestapo on June 7, 1944, when the Nazis took control of Budapest. And Adolf Eichmann and Heinrich Himmler knew that Gemma was LaGuardia's sister and ordered her to be held as a political prisoner. And she and Herman Gluck, they were deported to uh, Maltesen concentration camp in Austria where where he died. And Gemma learned from reading a newspaper account a year after her own release. And she was transferred from concentration camp to uh, uh, another notorious concentration camp at Rav- Ravensbrück, which was 50 miles from Berlin. And unknown, be known as to Gemma at the time, her daughter Yolanda, um, whose husband also died in the camps, uh, had a baby grandson and were also held in the barracks for over a year. And Gemma Gluck, um, she was held, she was assigned a prisoner number, and she was one of the few survivors of this camp. And um, when she uh, she was reunited with Fiorello in 1947, a few minutes after his uh, uh, death. And, um, and so Mayor Fiorello was very outspoken against the Holocaust. Um, and I know, Ralph, you, you have mentioned a few things uh, about this, too. Well, um, I, I, you... I'm going to say this. Just like today, you have a certain fraction um outspoken fraction in the Jewish community that's against Israel. At that particular time, in 1933, you had a Jewish fraction that was pro-Hitler, only because Hitler was an avowed socialist. Uh, Furiolo LaGuardia, in 1934, warned that part of Hitler's program is complete annihilation of Jews in Germany. And in 1937, speaking for the Women's Division of the American Jewish Congress, he called for the creation of a special pavilion in the upcoming New York World's Fair to chamber horrors for what the brown shirts were standing for. And he was silenced by the Jewish community then here in New York. So you see history repeating itself again and again. And, you know, I'm hoping anybody that listens to this show, don't take our word for what we're saying. Maybe you'll say it's self-serving. It's not. I encourage anyone to conduct their own research. And when they conduct research, whenever they do a comparison, look at dates and times and individuals that are upholding their positions, and it'll become very clear to you on who's right and who's wrong. Um, Doreen? Yeah. Ruben, I think it's your mic cutting in and out. Are you there? I'm here. It's not, okay. I, I, okay. Could, it could be. I don't know, because I'm getting static in my phone. Um, it, so. it, it, it tends to happen, like I had mentioned, it tends to happen at times. Once in a while it happens with, with uh, technology and communication. So uh, that's part of uh, being on the radio. Uh 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 Yeah, and I'm not the greatest expert at controlling it either. You know uh, 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 that that aspect. Okay. Um, So, uh, Ruben, we were talking about um, his stance on the Holocaust, and Mm -hmm. um, you know the fact that we had a uh, his sister uh, lost her husband and her son-in-law. To German concentration camps, and um, he, he, Mayor Fiorello was very outspoken against these camps 
and and the Holocaust in particular. Um, yeah, and, and, and you know, and, uh, go ahead, Ralph. Did you say, want to say something? No, no. I, I'm having the same experience with the breaking up, but I, I, I do hear what you're saying. Um, very few people did the right thing at the time. Um, you know, you have to support an individual's right to defend himself and his community. In a free society, government doesn't tell you what to do in every aspect of your your sense of being. Uh, we're we're getting to that point again, um, and I'm very fearful of where the United States of America is going. You know, we're highlighting Ariello LaGuardia and his successes only because we want listeners to understand the fact that we have to perhaps reach back in a time when things were better in this city and better in this country and reflect on the fact who was responsible for making things better. And it's not government officials. It's individuals. It's people that took stock in America. It's people who brought industry and infrastructure to America. We've lost all of that because of our political leadership. We are being turned into a third world country. We are being economically choked in this nation. And I don't know what the future is for the young people of this country. It breaks my heart. I do not know what direction our country is going to anymore. Um... All I could do is plant the seed based upon our family history and for listeners to listen and to grow. I, I mean, I can't place any more emphasis on this, and, I, and I, I, I hope people out there really pay attention because the next national elections is going to be the trump card to where this country is heading to. If we put another Democrat in office, we're done. Mhm. I totally agree. I um I, I I you know two things two things really bother me uh, of many, but the fact that uh, the Democrats get credit for being compassion to the poor and to the middle class, and number two, that Democrats are for the people. Totalize, totalize. Fiorello LaGuardia proved that. When he he became the he was the, he was the mayor of New York City for three terms, you know. Uh, yeah. I believe that that's that's that needs to be changed and 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 we need to to really get that message out and and keep, you know, ham, horning that message out to 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 the people of 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 our country. Go ahead, Doreen. Yeah. Um, and, and too, I I also just wanna. Um, uh, mentioned some of the stuff that um, he also did. He was also Director General for the United Nations Relief and Rehabilitation Administration, and I want to talk about that for a minute because his granddaughter, Catherine LaGuardia, uh, who's also a doctor here in New York City, um, she has taken over that part, and um, they uh, and they are working on missions in Africa and a couple of the continents. Um, and he was also a, um, uh, he, he, we know that he passed away of pancreatic cancer. I think I said prostate cancer before, but no, I want to correct myself. It was pancreatic cancer. I said prostate earlier in the show. Um, but his mission has lived on. Um, his one grandchild is actually, uh, continuing w- with his mission uh, of the UN and and the, uh, the relief and the rehabilitation administration, and and um, he, he remember Mayor LaGuardia uh, had two adopted children. One was Jean, and the other one was Eric. Well, that was and from his second marriage. Second marriage, yes, and I believe one passed away. Um, but now he has the three grandchildren. Um, but, you know what, I have to say, since 
since his leaving office and his his death, I don't think we've seen another New York City mayor like that. Giuliani may come close. Giuliani did come close. Uh, but and De Blasio, and let me tell you something about De Blasio. That's not his real name, folks. <laughs> right, Ralph? That is correct. Um, I believe a court paper showed that de Blasio changed his last name three times. I mean, I, I really don't care what principles that he adheres to. Uh, I'm proud he carries an Italian name, but uh, I don't believe he adheres to any Italian values at all. And I don't want to put the man down, but I hope he does the right thing. But what I see when you're putting down police officers, our police officers in this country are the greatest police officers anywhere in the history of the world. Our police officers are approachable. Our police officers swear to the Constitution. Our police officers are trained to help people. They're not total government uh, instruments. And what's happening in this country, again, we're destroying our Americanist value in regards to policing, governmental administration, our infrastructures are failing. Um, I, I can't place any more emphasis on how dangerous the Democratic Party is, and I'm sorry to say so, but it, it really infuriates me to see the direction mm. of this and I, I, that's my emphasis tonight. Ralph, Ralph, I, you know, I don't know who, I know a lot of people would disagree with you, me, and, and Doreen, but uh, they're idiots. They do, because the fact is that the Democratic Party is destroying this country, our country. And, and if we allow to continue in 2016, that's the end of our United States of America. The reality. I, have- I believe the agenda between them and the infiltration of some Republican uh, 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 party officials um, is uh, crash and burn and create a total socialistic uh, uh, political party in this country uh, much in the same likes of Communist China and uh, the, U- the former USSR. Uh, I'm afraid to say that's where we're going. And uh, it's not for the betterment of this country. It's for the worst. And it's for the betterment of certain individuals in governmental office, not us. Yeah. Well, and, well you know, I wonder if he was alive today and saw what was going on, what would be his reaction? Well, I believe Furiel LaGuardia had a speech that could be found on YouTube where he berates Tammany Hall. And you will see that his focus and anger at the time parallels what he would say today if he was alive. Doreen? Um he ha- he had a speech about Tammany Hall. Yes. And it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Um, and uh, uh, okay. You know what? Um, I'm gonna put my phone to this because I-, I don't know how to bring it up into the queue. But I'm gonna let pe- people listen to it. Somewhat, somewhat. 
Okay. Okay. Well, yes, I, I found it on YouTube, um, and yes, it is a, a very domineering speech, uh, and he pretty much I, tells I, you I, like it is. I I I have it right there. For a while, and for the life of me, I have never figured out how to do that chat as co-host. <laughs> I know it's not about Mayor Leo Laguardia, but uh, I'm trying to figure out how to how to open this chat thing so people well, can chat that, in there. That's a new feature. When I when I did my uh, my solo show, uh, they didn't have the uh, the chat, so I haven't really worked with the the actual chat. Oh. Uh, okay. Um, Ralph, do we have another uh, video coming? Uh, that's it for now. Um, uh, okay. This is my first uh, try on the Block Fork Radio, so I'm a little astonished about it. Uh, you know, it, it just uh, it's very interesting, the technology involved. <laughs> Yeah, I have I have another question. I, I have another question for you and 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 Ralph. Now in today's in today's political uh, world, who would come close to being uh, being like a Fiora Laguardia? Okay, in my opinion on that, um, actually he is one of the top four. Uh, best mayors around, um, you know, and anybody who comes close, um, in, in my opinion, I, I would give Giuliani credit. Go ahead, Ralph. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Giuliani, yes. Um, you know, uh, maybe, um, you, you know, uh, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe Scott Walker. I I don't know. Um, but there's but, very but few. I, I I think we need a true conservative in Washington. I I know once again the uh, natural born citizens clause is coming up to the pulpit again concerning Ted Cruz. But I right. really like Ted Cruz. I I really yes. like the man. I, I based I think, upon his I, yes. I think he's a, he, he he's the real deal, and he reminds me a lot of Fiora Laguardia. I mean, he has that 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 uh, he's compassionate, but at the time he's firm oh, to his I beliefs. Um, I asked that a lot. Why does a non-Jew Um, I agree. I agree, and he has a way of reaching out the same way uh, Ferriol LaGuardia was reaching out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, oh, yeah. you know. I, again, I, I worry about the uh, natural born citizens clause, but if, if I'm not mistaken, um, you know, that has already been broken by our current president. So uh, 
I don't know if we should continue <laughs> that venue or, uh, you know, uh, some things we'll never know. And uh, I know the Democrats <laughs> will uh, come out of the uh, the cracks attacking Ted Cruz based upon oh, they, where he was born. They 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 already they have started. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what I just yeah, Ruben. You know what I just googled what you asked me about um, top mayors, city mayors, and you know who time right. picks is number one. They pick Fiorello Laguardia. Look at that as number yeah. one. Yeah, and um, this, then they say Richard the second. Or Richard Daly of Chicago, he's number two. Okay. I don't know about that. He's very corrupt. That's he was very Richard. The Daly brothers, very corrupt, very corrupt. uh, You know, in Chicago, Chicago is a very corrupt city. If if, if anything comes close to Tammany Hall, Chicago-based politics, which our current president was spurred from, is uh, is a close second to Tammany Hall. (laughs) And that's right. That's right. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, yeah, so I, I just thought I'd mention that to, to you. Um, and then they do the world's most outstanding mayors. Okay, and um, and they have many mayor finalists in this one competition here. But in the world, um, they mention Nahid Nenzi of Calgary, Canada. Um, but that's interesting that, that you asked me that question and time, and I Googled it and time picked Fiorello LaGuardia as number one. Well, yeah, I, 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 I'm telling you, I, I have, um, you know, I'm a native New Yorker and, um, I, LaGuardia Community College in, in New York City in Queens. And I, and I, I thought I, I knew a lot about Fiorello LaGuardia. Not until I prepped for this program did I really get to know who Bureau LaGuardia was. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of amazing. It's amazing the history involved of individuals today throughout the United States that really can't come up to the pulpit like we were able to do today to honor our family histories and contributions of our families to this great nation. Um, you know, I want to thank you, Ruben, for this opportunity. And, oh, definitely. Uh, yes, and I was very happy to actually have contacted Doreen to a mutual friend of ours in Italy. Uh, okay. Who, yeah. Uh-huh. It was, it was, it's just amazing. I, I think God puts together great people. And, uh, again, yeah. I thank you for this opportunity. Well, I have to thank Doreen for giving me this opportunity. <laughs> uh, she's, she's, she's amazing. But you know what? If I may say so, uh, I, I, two, three years ago, I learned about my history, tracing back my ancestry. And my ancestry comes from the southern part of Spain and Portugal. And my last name is also part. It's the Torres is Towers, and it's in southern Italy. It's also uh, my name comes from that region, the southern Mediterranean region of of Europe. And I did not know that. And then I learned also that uh, my great grandfather, when he was in, in in Spain, they they had they were pushed pushed out, and they were. Jewish, and they converted. You know, converted funny, Ruben, I, I, I was going to tell you this, and I didn't know if it was appropriate for the show, but anybody with a Hispanic background, and my girlfriend is right. from the Dominican Republic, I love her dearly, uh, I don't know if Roz is out there listening to the show, but hello, um, has roots in Judaism. Right. Um, yes. many were forced conversos, they call them, or yes. Morano Jews, and uh, the foreign, the foreign, yeah, 
yeah, if you dig deep into your roots, you're going to find yeah. somebody in your family history was brought to Puerto Rico or Dominican Island or one of the islands as a prisoner because those islands were prisons for people that the Spaniards did not like. Correct. Correct. I mean, they, wow. they, they, uh, a lot of them. Uh, a lot of them were basically like my great grandfather was and his family. They moved to Portugal, and then from Portugal they moved down to South America, and in South America, large uh, Jewish community all over South America. It's That's, amazing history. Uh, Calabria oh, yeah. in Italy was one time fifty percent Jewish. Um, mm-hmm. uh, many Italian names, and uh, which is uh, Latin also. If your mm-hmm. name represented a town or a trade, chances are your ancestry was Jewish. Yeah, yep. And many Italians are um, in in Italy. Um, are married to Jewish people because of the history there, and um, and I know Ralph, but you were telling me that you know um, because of the long history that the Jews might have even been mistreated. Well, uh, Rome and the Jewish people have a long history. Some of it was painful, but the majority of it was loving. Um, I, I have to say my, my mother survived because of the Roman Catholic Church. Um, you know, I, I, I'm proud to say uh, the majority of my friends are of Italian uh, descent or in Italy. Uh, I'm still in touch via computer with a cousin or two in Italy. Uh, one is a Luzzato. Um I... You know, I, I I love my culture, and I I really love you know Italian culture. I I have to say that, and uh, you know, my mother followed Italian culture, and and I'm following you know uh, the way she enjoyed it and loved it, and uh, you know, it's, it's it's proud to be Italian, so to speak, <laughs> right, Doreen? That's right. Yes. Wow. We, we all should be proud of our backgrounds and where we come from and our diversity. It's it's a lovely yes. thing. And, you know, God bless America. God bless all of you. And I, I, Again, I, I thank you. And hopefully uh, maybe we can put another, together another show in the future. And, uh, you know, I'd love to hear some interaction from listeners out there. That might be uh, great. You know, I yeah. know I sound at times a little bit angry, but uh, it's 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 because I believe that this great country has been shortchanged by the media, and I believe Americans really should reinvest in this country, and this is a wonderful place for any other nation on earth. And uh, I hope America will be around for generations or centuries to come as a bright light that other nations could all as they did since World War II. Um, I, I don't know what, what else to say. Doreen? Yes. Um, okay. Um, we're going to wrap it up. And Ruben, are you there? or, or do we, Okay, we've lost you. Um, okay, um, folks, um, thank you for joining us tonight. Um, and stay tuned till next Tuesday when we bring you Article 5 with several constitutionals around the United States. And um, we will uh, hear from you next Tuesday. Thank you very much, and thank you, Ralph, for joining us. You're welcome. My pleasure. Yep. Uh, good night to all. Yep. My friends. Come election day, put that pencil cross next to the name of Fiorello H. LaGuardia. L-A-G-U-A-R-D-I-A. Now here's another name. T-A-M-M-A-N-Y. What's that? Tammany. Long the answer's tyranny. Tammany crowns tyranny like 
talking double my duplicity of Tammany Hall. To change it all, go use the ballot box and cast your spell come next election day. The name's LaGuardia. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.